The Capital Ideas Podcast now has a new monthly edition hosted by Capital Group CEO Mike Gitlin. Investment professionals reveal their best mentors, how they find their next great idea, and a few funny stories. Subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. American Funds Distributors, Inc. Collaborate for a greener future at the Bloomberg Green Festival, a groundbreaking celebration of the thinkers, doers, and innovators leading the way. From design and culture to technology, science, and entertainment. Hear from inspirational speakers and immerse yourself in climate solutions, July 10th through 13th in Seattle. Title sponsor, Amazon. Official airline, Alaska Airlines. Get 20% off using promo code Radio20 at BloombergLive.com slash Green Festival. Let's get to our guest, David Kotak, CIO and chairman of Cumberland Advisors. David, these are pretty uh, pretty interesting times. One of our, our guests on the show last week, Ellen Hazen, created this interesting image of, of, the, of the Fed's job in trying to achieve a soft landing. She said it was akin to landing a 747 on an aircraft carrier. That job is too tough. Sell. My goodness, I uh, I don't know what it's like to land a seven forty seven <laughs> on an aircraft carrier. Well, but I can I, I can tell you say- this: it's it, you, you need seventy five hundred feet of runway, and uh, you know most aircraft carriers are only around a thousand feet. Uh, I would say the metaphor certainly is worthwhile to consider. My gosh, look at the lineup for the Fed, and. To, to me, the Fed has moved to diminished forward guidance. They say they'll fight inflation, bring it down. They say they have to do that. You quoted uh, or earlier in the show, you quoted Jay Powell. The question is this 2% target, which you don't hear about very much anymore, because a 2% target would require a really rough go on interest rates and economic pain. And while you might have Larry Summers saying we have to do it, it's easy for him to do. It's a heck of a lot harder for the Fed in the face of the turmoil in the world. Brian, Stephen, the world is upside down and backwards with food and fire and war. And the Fed's not responsible for any of those things. Well, David, Steve here, does is I mean, does Jay Powell have enough ammunition if we want to continue the uh, aircraft carrier metaphor here? Do they have enough uh, weapons to kind of counter the price increases caused by those shocks you're talking about? Well, he's got the weapons. The Fed has a weapon. It can raise the short-term interest rate. It can force the adjustment of other factors. It can shrink its balance sheet, and essentially it's doing those things it has to maintain financial stability that is critical now in a global financial sanctions and payments war and we're in it and the united states is the leading player in the global financial sanctions and payments war versus russia and their allies so that's a role the fed cannot diminish david don't you think that even if the fed could be nuanced and nimble uh, to try to do this. It just won't have the luxury because it it cannot risk not succeeding. So as a result, it's kind of virtually guaranteed the Fed will overshoot. Uh, it will overshoot the mark. And so, you know, you're looking at a tough, tough sledding ahead. I, I think so. Um, I, I agree with you. The Fed faces a, the classic definition of a Hobson's choice. It can't win no matter what it does. 
and it's trying to find some way to mitigate the damage, which it cannot do. It, it, the, the recognition of inflation having to be squashed so ex- expectations are yeah. reduced. Uh, so, David, you evoked Hobson's choice. Um, obviously, what Doug just mentioned about the, the dilemma, if you will, that Jay Powell and company have, uh, you know, on top, of course, of another possible 75 basis point rate hike, we have softening housing market. I just came back from the States. I've seen it even soften in hot, red hot Seattle. Tech companies, they're curbing hiring, unemployment claims inching up. Can Jay Powell avoid a recession, even though they say they're going to execute or likely to execute a soft landing? Uh, I don't think so. I, I don't see how the Fed will not say we're going to have a severe recession. My gosh, that would put so much turmoil. So the conversations will always say maybe a little mild, maybe a little slowdown. I don't see how we don't have a serious slowdown. They're going to raise rates. The forecasts and estimates are certainly 75, and after that, maybe twice more before the end of the year. We're going above three in the Fed funds rate by the end of this year, and we're slowing, as you just described. The only thing that's working is the one-mile swim in the Hudson River that Denise talked about. Well, a little slowing, a little slowing is okay as long as you don't, you know, go too far over the edge. Uh, right now, we've got earnings, which is a little distracting. I mean, it's a pleasant distraction, but the earnings season, once it passes, investors will refocus on the macro, and and so, you know, you have to look at whether or not growth is slowing faster than inflation, or if inflation is slowing faster, and, and how do you measure it? Oh, my gosh, this is a tough race because no matter who wins, you don't like it. And my estimates are we're going to be disappointed in the earnings. You listed some of the big ones, Amazon, Apple, Microsoft. I mean, we got 170 companies coming this week. I suspect we're not going to like them as a group. And number two, we're going to look at them and say, gee, that was the second quarter and the second quarter portends continuing weakness in the third quarter, are we going to have three negative GDP quarters in a row? And I'm really worried about profit margins because we're coming off this widening of profit margins. We're in our portfolio, in the U.S. equity ETF portfolio, we are 28% cash today. That is very high for us. And we have focused on sectors. We're overweight in aerospace defense. We're overweight healthcare. We are underweight the banks. There's reason to be very cautious here, we think. David, what's your take on whether China can contribute uh, even within the next year to global growth? I mean, I just came from bustling Seattle, as I said, arriving into Hong Kong last night uh, to hazmat dystopia. It's it's complete opposite picture on the COVID front here in this part of the world. We do know, of course, COVID zero added to inflation because of the supply chain constraints. But growth is very hard to find right now in China. Would you agree? I absolutely agree. And, and I really think the, the, the question, thank you, it's profound because the engine of turnaround will come out of Asia, China, and 
other economies. And when it happens, I believe we can become very bullish and optimistic on world mm. recovery. But we're not there yet. Uh, there's lots of potential. Korea, Vietnam, uh, if Japan can get past another COVID surge and start to adjust its monetary policy, I don't see how that happens till after Kuroda retires. Yeah. But that's what it's going to well, take well, that's what makes Citigroup's call kind of interesting, saying that the Chinese economy bottomed in May and they're turning bullish on Chinese equities. It seems like you disagree. No, no. I think I think if you are forward looking at six to nine months and you want to position position in China, because the likelihood is you're going to get a bounce in Asia and China's the big engine in Asia. So I yep. believe that's a risk worth taking. All right. It's great to finish on a positive note. David, thanks so much for joining us on a Sunday evening for you. David Kotak, CIO and chairman of Cumberland Advisors. The countdown has begun. From May 14th to 16th, a thousand global leaders will gather in Doha for the Carter Economic Forum powered by Bloomberg. Join heads of state, influential ministers and leading CEOs to make new connections, gain unique insights and uncover valuable opportunities in one of the world's most rapidly rising regions. Request your invite for this exclusive event at QatarEconomicForum.com.